host of Late Night Whenever. Please give it up for Michelle Buto. musical director my best friend i want to say hell yeah robert lewis What's up? Oh. yes cheers yes how you doing robert all is well all you is look well good. Oh, you look great too i mean i look i'm trying y'all i tried pants but you ever get pants and then you stretch them out the day you wear them and these could come off at any moment <laughs> <laughs> but it's so comfy cozy I've had a great day though, very productive. I was very adult today. I went to Ikea with my husband. We didn't get in a fight. Oh my God. I feel like the people there should also be like couples therapists. Ooh, with those tiny pencils. What you gonna do with all those tiny pencils? And 23 numbers. What you do in Ikea with all this malm? I never feel like a hoarder until I go to Ikea. I'm like, I could use a pillow for my toilet. Like, I... <laughs> so we left. The, the thing is, if you go to Ikea with somebody you live with, you just got to walk away. Because my husband was talking about, like a, like, a sponge. He was like, should we get the red or the blue? And I was like, I'm going to go. <laughs> this is a good time to go. <laughs> then when we left Ikea, oh, honey... This guy cut us off in a truck, so you know he's a dick. Cause, sorry if you drive a truck, you a dick. And a truck or a bus, that's what it is. You know, it's like the license for trucks. Are you a dick? You could drive this truck. And so he cut us off. We were making a right. He came around, he cut us off. And I was like, oh, hell no. And so when we passed him, we both gave him the finger. Without even talking about it, we just did it. So my husband probably looked like, you know, cute and white. And, um, cause even when he's angry, I'm like, stop. <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> but when I did it, I was like, I'm gonna fuck with this guy. And I just smiled real hard. And I was just like, yeah. <laughs> Fucking figure sit and spin, right? And you know how you can like see like the, the, the switch? flip and he went like ticky ticky boom boom and he was like oh both of them disrespected me and then it turned into like a Maury Povich episode wow. <laughs> like can't believe it's caught on camera type shit he started swerving and coming to like next to us like we were Jason Bourne I was like what the fuck this the fuck this I felt like Jennifer Lopez in enough with a bad wig I'm like back up oh you gotta back up he was, and then we were at a red light and he was on the opposite side of the street on the wrong side, Robert. Ooh, my ass is clenched just talking about it. My pants are gonna fall off. Ooh, my pants are gonna fall off. <laughs> and he was looking, he was looking at us and I was like, I was just like stroking my husband's arm. I'm like, don't look, baby. I was like, should I turn up Prince? Like, I didn't know what was gonna help. So anyway... This guy put the window down. He's just like, you can't put the window down. Can you, sucker? Can you, sucker? And um, <laughs> he wasn't James Earl Jones. <laughs> but it was crazy. I was like, baby, don't put that window down. Don't put the window down. And then he did something interesting. My husband, he locked the doors. And I was like, Jesus, take the wheel and don't stop driving, Jesus. Jesus, make a left, honey. Make a left, Jesus. 
Also, Jesus doesn't know how to drive. Where'd that saying come from? <laughs> I'm not even high. This is so great being sober. This is... You know I don't get high. I don't know how to be high. I do. <laughs> when did you realize you're good at being high, like productive? Oh, it comes with that creative thing, though. You know, it comes with the thing. That, uh, that's the excuse, right? That's the excuse. We're all creatives. And, yeah. <laughs> it's real, though. It's like, you know, it, it kind of um, compartmentalizes the thoughts and slows Dude, things Dude, if you down. can be high and say the word compartmentalize, <laughs> maybe if I got high, I'd be able to say that shit, too. Car compartmentalize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. That's good. <laughs> That's so cool. You ever got road rage? I don't. I nah, don't see you having road nah, rage. Nah, but I, I I watch a lot of videos of it. I do. Like, yeah. No, like you can't underestimate other people's crazy. You can't. So anybody ever got mad at you though? I mean, yeah, you get at a corner and you could be in the hood and something like that happened. But I mean, you the hood's the ghetto. Right, or just your neighborhood? Not nah, just any hood. I mean, right. just any I'm hood. Sorry, any anything, hood. I, I'm trying yeah, to translate like, for the cute white people, you know, bro. It's a, <laughs> yeah, we gonna we gonna. They wind watch Viceland. They know stuff. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> nah, but I mean, it's real out here in the streets. It is. It is you very know, like, real in the streets. You, people feel offended when. <laughs> that sounded like somebody's mom. It's true. <laughs> People. <laughs> it is very real on the fucking streets, man. I'll tell you what, it doesn't get realer than the streets. <laughs> Exciting time, though. I'm having a meatball party this Saturday. Um, none of y'all motherfuckers are invited. But, and they're like, what's the meatball party? I'll tell you. The it shit. is a party where some of your friends bring their meatball recipe, right? They make meatballs, and we call it Swap Me, and we have meatballs, and if you, yes, bitch, Swap Me, get it. If you don't bring meatballs, you bring rosé, and we get fucked up. Mm. No bread allowed, honey. <laughs> You're a great host, though. I am a great host, you're a, right. We have a ball. We yeah. do have a ball. You should say that, I don't think people actually got that. You can say that again. No, you're a great host. Thank Just, you. Yeah. Did y'all hear that yeah. in the back? I just want to be and sure we got it. And you can cook your ass off. You can cook. Yeah, I mean, who is a size 18 and not cooking? That's <laughs> fucked up. Who doing that? Who's stretching out khakis and not cooking gravy? Who the fuck not making your own roux? Nobody knows what a roux is. Perfect. Make some noise if you know what a roux is. Oh, okay. You guys got it. <laughs> I'm going to put Ikea furniture together tonight. What are you doing? Oh, man. Uh, I got to go and leave to go play three songs with Tony Braxton right quick. <laughs> Do you see how he fucking said that? Like, he had to put together Ikea furniture? That's great. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. She's in town. She's doing a, a private party. and. Uh, Ooh, that private party money. That private Does party Does private money. party mean group sex? <laughs> I, I watch Lifetime. Monsieur. What? Is that a no? You didn't say no. I said, Monsieur, no, of course not. It's, it's a group party. But for it's a, a minute, group. you were thinking it meant group sex too, right, guys? <laughs> cool. Well, that's awesome. I'm so glad Tony gets to hang out with you and your musical genius. Oh, that's what's up. <laughs> that's what's up. I'd rather be here, Michelle. Absolutely. 
always. Don't offer that shit. He's hanging out with Tony Braxton. <laughs> and she's probably wearing pants that fit. Yes. Let's get more show going, everybody. Yes. Ow. Yes. That is like a ghetto Zumba class. I want to welcome my first guest. He's an actor, a writer, a comedian. We also host a monthly show together called Hashtag Adulting. Please give it up for Jordan Carlos! Do you want some Prosecco? I would love some Prosecco. Perfect. That's great. Oof. Some Italian oh, champagne no. for me. Oh, no. That's wild. <laughs> Your cup runneth over. That's it good. Do. <laughs> That's good. You're such yes. a dad. That yeah, I am a dad. Give it up for him. <laughs> Give it up for Jordan. He's yeah. responsible. Thank you. For like lives. Cheers and beers. Cheers. To being a dad. Yeah. To being a dad. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's cool. I think I'm a fun dad. I don't think I'm a sad dad. There's a lot of sad dads out there. What's a sad dad like? Oh, sad dads. Uh, sad dads. <laughs> sad dads are like when you're on the playground and uh, like I just went to Brazil and uh, shot an episode. Does of... anyone have a broom to pick up that country name he just dropped? <laughs> <Yeah>. uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's getting to a point. There's a point. There's a point. Uh, it's to tell you that I, uh, I'm in the new season of Black Mirror. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> that is dope. Where's the Jamaican air horn on that? Okay. Jamaican noise. Jamaican noise. Jamaican noise. Hula. Spooky dicky dicky. What if I just kept going? What if I just kept going? Yeah. Um... But I was just. I'm on a roll, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Tell me about the Black Mirror episode. I'm sorry I mentioned it, but uh, yeah, no, I was like, we're at the swings, you know, and, and I'm swinging my kid, and he's like, uh, I was, he's like, I heard you were going out of town. I was like, yeah, I got to go to Brazil shooting this episode of Black Mirror, and he's like, oh man, I'd love to go. Things this like is the sad dad, not your kid. No, this is the sad dad. Okay. My kid, my kid said the same thing. Uh, <laughs> 16 months old and was like, man, I'd love to go see <laughs> Brazil <laughs> just once, <laughs> you know. So yeah, that's what sad dads do. Sad dads, they, they grieve about the, the past. Uh, yeah. Like when they were like, you know, they didn't have kids or whatever. And um, because usually sad dads, like their wife is out working mm -hmm. and they need to have that house like clean and have dinner ready. Oh. And, and they're like, mm -hmm. you know, they're like sad what about it. What a change in events. This is like Hammy's Tale the There's... before. <laughs> no, I, yeah. you know what? I have to say, I know a lot of friends who have kids, but your kids and Rob's kids are my favorite kids. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no. You know I love yeah. to tell the story about your daughter. Tell the story about my daughter. So, uh, unfortunately, Jordan lives in Bay Ridge, but we're still friends. Um, <laughs> through internet and pigeons and three-eyed ravens. And um, if you don't know what Bay Ridge <laughs> yeah. is, it's the town right before Staten Island. It's the town? <laughs> the town? The town? <laughs> it's the town where you go and get lost. And... Um, <laughs> So the one time a year he invites us over, um, we went, and it was great. And his daughter, who's adorable, was she four or five? She, she was four and a half at the time. Four and a half at the time. Yeah. Um, so she's mixed. Um, obviously, because Jordan lives in Brooklyn, his wife is white. And um, <laughs> What is... Oh, you never, you never read the lease? You're supposed to be in an interracial yeah, relationship well, if you live in Brooklyn. It's, no, That's it's how not it goes. a law. It's like, you know, strongly suggested that. <laughs> 
So I'm at uh, Jordan's house, and um, Jordan's daughter goes, excuse me, um, can I just interrupt for a second? And I was already like, yes, you can, honey. Because you asked. And Manners. you're Yes, she's way more polite than most of my friends. Um, who just interrupt with food coming out of their mouth. <laughs> and she goes, I just want to say that um, I have curly hair and Michelle has curly hair and that's a beautiful thing. I know. Yeah, you can clap for that. And then my ovaries were clapping just like your hands. And then I got my period and then I started breastfeeding her and she was four. She's great. She's really great. She's a very, she's beautiful inside and out. She's oh like goodness. a complete person already. You just want to get out of the way. You know what I mean? Like, we pass by like a cemetery, Greenwood Cemetery. And uh, why do you say cemetery like it's uh, a bad word? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I just God, did. So? I was like, it was a cemetery, you guys. Like, don't tell anybody. So, uh, <laughs> so you see how I do with death. All right. So, um, so we're passing by, and she's like, what is that place? And I was like, oh, that's Greenwood Cemetery. It's a, it's a big cemetery where when you, uh, uh, you know, like, and then she's like, oh, you, when you die, you go there. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, I hope well, I'm there with you and mommy one day. And I was like, oh, this is his daughter. What? I know. Wait till she's yeah. 17. But still. <laughs> so far, so good. So far, so good. Is she's this, a sweetie. I mean, I feel like... Let's just let's get into talk it. Talk about the pink elephant in the room. Yeah, you're a nerd. <laughs> okay, I don't think any more nerdy than anyone else in this room. But yeah, well, no, I... we're at WNYC. Okay, <laughs> is this not a safe space? Like, can I live? Like, <laughs> thank you for the reminder that I'm a nerd. I'm just saying, like, were you? What happens when you're a nerd and, and, and yes. you're little and you're from Texas? I mean, okay. are, oh. are you forced to, you know, grow up quicker? Well, I just, no, I had bad eyesight. That's, that doesn't mean that I was... Oh, yeah, it's really confusing. Yeah. No, I played... Got it. I was like, I'll stay, I played football. I was... Uh, you I'll, played yeah, football? I, played, I was a shutdown corner. Like, With I glasses? Weigh, I know, people think I weigh like 150 pounds. I weigh actually like 180 We don't need to know your... Pounds. That's like, not I'm a, not... Not a small... If you take your dick out, I'm leaving. No, I'm not... Nobody cares how much... You don't see a woman being like, you used to be 150. Now, 180. It's like, no. I need more Prosecco. Um, but yeah, it was, yeah, I used to play football, stuff like that, sports. Okay. But it was, it was, if you weren't All-State, then you were a nerd. That was like, like if you didn't make it to like the All-State Friday already... Night Lights level, okay. then you were a nerd and a loser and nobody wanted to like hang out with you. And that, that's so were where, you a yeah. jock? No, I, I, was, I was like... Jock adjacent. I, I was jock adjacent. <laughs> I was Jack Jason. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I play. I, I was great practice squad, but like, I didn't like the big show. I didn't like that. Oh, Friday practice nights. squad is when you just practice. Yeah, when you just practice. See, I'm already, I'm already saying terms that are going all over your nerds' heads. You know what I'm saying? They're like, what balls? What's going on? Yeah. I feel like, I feel like I'm being rude to you. You're not. You're. This is our die die. This, this is, is our, our dynamic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you're usually. You tell me I'm a total dad. Yeah. You say that I look like I shopped at Mervyn's or something like that. You know, that, that, I can't that's even talk shit about you. My pants are about to fall off. <laughs> no. You look great. You have red pants. I have red pants. I will you know? say this. I love doing the show with you adulting. It's really yeah, fun. It's and fun. it's so nice to do something so fun and pure with people you love, like Robert, like you. Aww. You guys are really good guys. Thank you. I will take that. I will really take that. You, you should. Know? I thought they would applause, but it's fine. No, no. No, don't do <laughs> it This is New York. Don't do it This is New York. Um, <laughs> yeah. Having kids, man, you're like... 
the I most got, adult person I know. You have to take care of two little lives. Thank you. And this, you never, thank you for giving me some kind of like well, no, recognition I, no, for that. See, what um, happens is, so he'll like go on a trip with his family I and do. like pay for everybody. I'm like, you're supposed to. And then he's like, <laughs> he's like I paid. I'm like, you, you're supposed to. And then he's like, and I let my wife watch TV. I watch the kids. I'm like, you're the dad. Okay, first of all, <laughs> it's turning into a town hall in here, and I can <laughs> feel the tension, but I just want to say this. Okay, yesterday, I was killing it. Like, oh dad stats were on point. Listen, here's what happened. Yes. My son Malcolm was sick, right? So he couldn't go to the daycare center. So I kept him. He's only 16 months old, right? Mm -hmm. I kept him. I watched him. I love him to pieces, right? Yeah. I forfeit. I had to give up an audition, rescheduled it, right? Now, my, my wife comes home at 6.30 p.m., I, uh, knowing this, I know that she likes dinner on the table and prepared, and my kids don't like what, what she likes to eat. Oof. Had to make two dinners, had to get my daughter two ballet, had to thaw that fish at the appropriate time, okay? <laughs> Thank you very much. Got her in her ballet outfit. Got her looking Alvin Ailey as a muffa. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Thank you. Picked her up on time. On excuse me, I was actually five minutes early yeah. on both occasions. So the white people parents were just like, hmm, okay, nice. You know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you're not you're yeah. not only just a dad. You're like killing it at the dad. I love I love the 3D chess of being a parent. I love it. I love the negotiations that you actually have to go Absolutely. through. Absolutely. It's but that's right, a Rob, long day. It's right. fun being a dad. It's fun when you get it right. When you get it right. When you when you get it right. When you get it right. When your when time management. Right. No, when your time management is oh. perfect, like what he's talking about, five minutes early is gold. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So wait, are you guys really great at being dads or are you just really competitive? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Maybe that's a part of it. Maybe that's part of being a dad, though, is being a little competitive. And it's like com competing against yourself, like doing better yes. than you did before. Which I feel like pe when people always ask about comedy or acting or whatever, I'm like, you're only in competition with yourself. Yes. I, I really do believe that. Now, both you guys have sons. You didn't ask me about my salmon that I made. <laughs> do you Wait, want me to do you, do you want to talk you, about your you salmon? Could you please? How is your salmon, Jordan? Got out the stob pan, right? Bam. <laughs> Lemon. Wait, wait, lime, and then hit it with the pepper, then hit it with the Himalayan salt, okay? That pink salt, put it in the oven for 35 minutes. The wife was like, this is amazing. Do you know how much of it I got to eat? Zilch, because I had a show to do, but I was like, babe, I love you, okay? You and sound like every woman's fucking story for the last 3,000 years. <laughs> Jordan, I'm so excited for my next guest. Yep. He's incredible. <laughs> it's incroyable. <laughs> he's a producer, director, writer. Oh man, he's a one man motherfucking band. He had so many movies and shows, I can't even start. Freaks and Geeks, Bridesmaids, and so much more. Ed Moss. <laughs> Please help me welcome Paul motherfucking Fish. Yeah.
so happy to you see you. You smell wonderful. Oh, my gosh. You look at I drove like Rob away. I literally <laughs> <laughs> sent him screaming from nah, the place. Nah, it's those paychecks and them brown titties, Paul. <laughs> That's my autobiography, actually. It's coming out next week. So, um... <laughs> Check that out. So you just came back from Italy. Yes, I did. I oh did. My God. Why were you there? How was it? Tell I, me everything. I took a mini vacation. My wife booked us four days in Italy. So oh uh, just enough time to get over jet lag when you get back in the plane. That is so baller. Yeah, it was, but it was fun. It was. It's the island of Capri or Capri, as they oh, call it. Oh, I yes. just have like a Capri Sun at the the park. Yeah. yeah. That, I went looking for the factory. I couldn't find it. They, they don't. Uh, it's very strange. But it was fun. I, I love Italy. Do you do all the antipasta or antipasta? What is it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm very pro pasta, so I try not to uh, dabble in that. But you, do you do like the seven courses with the limoncello at the end and the. Well, Stuff. yeah, that, that's how you know if, if they like you at the restaurant in, in Italy, because oh. then they'll give you a free limoncello at the end, and if they don't, then you get nothing. So. Oh, my God, I would never get limoncello. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I do love Italy, though. It's just so um, romantic. It also feels like you're just um, in a museum half the time. Yeah. It's old as fuck. <laughs> It is. It's slightly crumbly, but in a beautiful way. Yes. But that's, I think, why they like fashion so much, because it's always beautiful fashion in front of, like, crumbling things, and it just, it kind of... Oh, my of, God. I gotta start doing it. fashion shows in Best Eye. Come on, man. <laughs> this is a thing. You content creator, you. Make this happen, Michelle. Yeah, come on. Content creator. Speaking of content creator, freaks and geeks, I mean, Woo. come on. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I actually, I have a ghetto version of that called Twerks and Tweaks. So I always wanted to tell you that. Um, it's good to know. And now it's my it's chance. Good to know. Thank you. So it, it's, it was such a cult classic. I feel like you always have your finger on the pulse of what's happening. What are the ingredients that make a cult classic? Oh, gosh. Uh, I, you don't, I mean, when you're making it, you don't know if it's going to have that status. You always hope it'll kind of live beyond right. that. But you know what? Honestly, it's just telling stories about people. You know, it, that's really what kind of goes on and on. This is the culture around it and, and all the, you know, window dressing of the fashion and the music and all that stuff. That all falls away if you, and you just want to tell stories about human interaction. What, what were you like in, in high school or grade school? <laughs> we would have been friends. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Jordan. Yes. <laughs> so you were an athlete. We were both cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's right. We were cool athletes. Yes, exactly. Right. Who no, didn't get a... invited to parties. Yeah, but yeah. go ahead. I know. Yes. Trust me. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I'm a big nerd. Yeah. No, you were a nerd? nerd? Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean, what? You were just, you were before your time. How about that? Ooh, thank you. Wow. Thank time. you, Jordan. Yeah, nice. no problem. You've done it again. Let's yeah. put that on a magnet and give it to him. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, Jordan and I worked together. We did. I directed Jordan about 10 years ago yep. on an episode of Nurse Jackie. That's right. Yes. That is amazing. I know. Reunited. Uh, We're reunited. Finally, at last. Yes. That is so cool. Yeah, yeah. What was he like to work with? A uh, nightmare. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Demands, demands. He was wonderful. He had gotten hit by a bike. Yes. I remember you yeah. were in the ER, obviously, with Nurse Jackie. Yeah. Yeah. It was in weird that that happened. It's like you went to a bar. It was cheers. We went to a bar. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember you being like so kind and so like and, and so gracious. And I thought directors were like just tyrants, but you were super cool. Yeah. And and it was like it was so easy peasy. It was a walk in the park. And oh, thanks, and uh, can you put me in something else? Yeah. <laughs> Jordan, not the time. I know. Now that you're in Black Mirror, yeah, I don't know yeah. if I can I afford mean, you. Well, 
whale. Mr. Yes. Fancy Pants. Yes. <laughs> Can you tell um, the difference? Like, uh, what is the big difference, actually, rather, um, directing a comedian and just a traditional actor? Well, I mean, but Jordan's a really good actor, though. That, that, well, enough about Jordan. <laughs> what? Come on! <laughs> oh, when I direct you, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, just I, kidding. Look, I mean, a good comedian is is a good actor because when you're on stage, you know, you, you do it all the time. You're an amazing actor actor up on stage because you're telling stories. When I first saw you, it was at that event for Elle magazine. Elle Woman in Comedy, yes, yeah, yes. we did for for Ghostbusters, and uh, and Michelle gets up on stage. I'm just like, oh my god, you you were just so magical, and and you just captivated the room. And I was just like, well, I have to work with her. So no, I'm just a huge fan of yours. Thank really. you. And so thank you for having me on. Thank you. Your show. I was like. Paul, I already made a sex tape, but let's, just kidding. Um. <laughs> an audition is an audition. Sigford! <laughs> Come on, huh? Sigford! Come on. Oh, my God. So, yeah, this was like, I want to say like two or three years ago um, for, Ghost, for Ghostbusters. Um, do people, like, why, why are reboots, especially all-female reboots, such a trigger for people? People were like up in arms. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, I somebody, some, some one of the many intellectuals in the audience, please, somebody write a book about 2016 because 2016 I will I will dub as the worst year for women uh, in record because I mean at least in the last few decades because um, <laughs> yeah, oh, it's I never been worse yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh my Jesus, I'm telling you, but you know. That was the year that we got destroyed by the haters or whatever Trolls. they are. Yeah. But at the same time, it was Hillary who was getting killed by them, yeah. too. Oh, wow. And Trump was coming up. And honestly, all the vitriol was coming at us. I would always, on Twitter and all that, you always go back. I, I'm obsessed with, like, going, who came at me? I'd look at their page, <laughs> and it's always, like, mega, one of these. And there was all the same people. All were just, they had, you know, put up with, you know, God forbid, eight years of Obama. And, all, and the, the uh. fact that a woman's coming in. Everyone lost their minds. They completely lost their minds minds and you know to get that upset about a movie about people hunting ghosts <laughs> I mean like literally I, I had death threats death threats coming in that is in. so insane what? same with um, oh, Leslie yeah. oh my oh, well, yeah, Leslie uh, Jones who's right. such it was a horrible. lovely human being I don't know if you follow her on Twitter she could not be more excited for everybody's show yeah like she's everyone's champion I could not believe people were going in it was just awful and I was like I was writing to the people who were attacking her and like trying to get them to stop, and then they'd write back, like, oh, so you don't have a sense of humor. It's like, this is not a fucking sense of humor. You are, like, literally destroying somebody right now. This is why I love you. I'm getting the goosies, because... I am getting the goosies, because a lot of people will say they're about something and just, like, write a check, but you truly are about something. Like, you are hiring the people, the hiring the women, you're, you know, you're giving them work, you're giving them a voice, you're giving them a platform, and you're even, like, clapping back at their trolls. That is... So amazing. Thank you. You know what, Michelle? I hate. I hate m more than life is bullies. I despise bullies. Yeah. And it just because you know we, you know, I think we were. <laughs> were we tortured by bullies, Jordan? Why do I, I keep looking I at was, Jordan when no, it comes no, to it? No, no, it's a, totally fine. <laughs> I was actually I was a bully adjacent. I ran in a. <laughs> I ran a bull in a bully crew, uh, but I had like a funny laugh, and I would tell you like what was happening to you as the bully would do wow. things to you. Like you were, that was my job. I was like. Ah, you up like that was my you were uh, the hype man i was gonna say bully? like the bully's oh hype God. man i had i was trying to you survive were the flavor flavor it was bully? me or him like what do you no, want no if me? the apocalypse oh comes God. you're out okay 
You're out. I'm not proud of it, but maybe I, we made them stronger. Dude, that's, yeah. that's so Carl Rove. Yeah, oh, my God. Like, exactly right. No, I, I will say, um, I'm from Jersey, and... Um, all right, you don't win anything, but thank you. <laughs> but I went to a lot of Catholic school, and then I went to three different high schools, and I got bullied a lot. And um, you would think that only um, boys are violent, but in Jersey, people fight. So it's like I... Thank you. <laughs> She's co-signing. You get it. And so you have to learn how to fight even if you're not a fighter. And so that's why when that guy was like baiting me in the car today, I was so glad to be like, nah, dude, I'm 40. This is you. <laughs> you're not going to age me. Because, you know, it's so hard to like, I don't know, kind of get away from it. But anyways. Um, I like your crowd. They like vocalize like black church. It's really, it's amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah. mm-hmm, tell them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> what I love about you too, there's many things, but what I also love about you is that you've continued to work with women. Um, Powder Keg. Yeah. It's a production company that has inclusion writers. Yeah, well, my whole company has. Uh, all my companies have inclusion writers. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, uh, well, Powder Keg is something we said. It's a digital company we started mm-hmm. that, that express purposes to... Uh, to do new projects with, with women, LGBTQ, people of color, and just all voices that aren't getting to step up. So, <laughs> because I'm tired of hearing the same voices, I'm tired of hearing the same stories, and you know, like yeah. we've gotten enough. Like I know how how all the problems white men have had in the world. It's like it's like I think every single story's been told. What so am it, I gonna name my boat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually our new show on Pottery Keg, so I want to check it out. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the follow-up from Fresh Off the Boat. Um, that was so good. Fuck you guys. How did you, become, how did you become an advocate for women? Were you sticking up for women in high school? Your mom just like, be woke. Paul, yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah, exactly. stay woke, and then you like went to school <laughs> in Michigan. I don't know. No, I, I was an only child. I lived next door to a, a family of eight kids, and six of them were girls, and, and so they were kind of all my best friends. And then I was always just more comfortable around around women and girls because all my bullies were guys and they were yeah. always and, and then other guys were just it was this weird thing about like punching like for some reason it's so fun to punch each other in the <laughs> arm I'm like I'm gonna the fuck out of here man I'm going over with them. and so it just I just always was more comfortable that way and then as I started you know and watching movies and TV you know I grew up with my mom we used to watch old movies from the 30s and 40s, and women and men were kind of equal in those movies. You know, they when you think were. about, yeah, you think Angela about Angela Lansbury was a boss ass bitch. Yeah, yeah exactly. She was, I mean, she was like the white Beyonce of like the 30s or totally. the 40s. I'm bad at math, but like yeah. His Girl Friday, Rosalind Russell, yes, and you know, honey. so like these yeah. cool women. Comedies, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, the, the women would give as good as they they got, right? Like, well, totally. Yes, they were equal. Yeah. They were played as equals. Yeah. What do you think is missing right now? I mean, I know you're talking about telling different stories, but what do you think? I feel like audiences are probably different because of the internet mm-hmm. uh, and because everyone like has so many things to watch and do and read and stuff, and it's just only in headlines. But what do you think is like move- missing in movies right now? Because- Diversity. <laughs> I mean, it's true. <laughs> it is true, though. Yeah. 
and just just stories that we haven't heard before. I mean, it's, it's you know it's, it's slowly getting better. I mean, you look at Black Panther and these movies just going through the roof. Yeah, that's the only way you're going to change Hollywood is if something makes money because it is a business. It's show yeah. business. Stronger together. Yeah. Um, so when I first met you, you told me you used to do stand up. Yes. Um, how long did you stand up for? I did it from eighty five to ninety, but I oh made my god, my I wasn't even born yet. I know. <laughs> No, I do. I do love working with a director or anyone that does stand up or has done stand up because I feel like you you get us, yeah. and you understand our voice and you let us play. Because oftentimes it's always like circle and square situation. Well, when I was an actor for a long time, and um, yes. I'd get with certain directors, and you'd kind of try something that they didn't know about, and they'd be like, hey, "What are you doing? That's terrible!" And you're like, and then you completely shut down. And there's nothing I love more than to create an environment where you. Everybody can try anything. Because I've been on set so many times with, you know, the most brilliant, funny people. And they'll try something. And in my head, I go like, oh, my God, that's the worst, dumbest thing I've ever heard. Why <laughs> right. do they do that? But but I'll go, oh, cool, cool. We got that. Let's go on. And then I'll get back to the editing room. And the thing I thought was the worst, dumbest thing is actually the funniest thing. We put it in the movie, and it's great. So I learned, like, ju- don't cut off any creativity whatsoever. Let it all happen and then sort it out later. Oh, my God. That's so smart. Wow, that's so smart. Do you um, remember any of your old bits? <laughs> Oh God! Well, I, I was I, I was I was known for two bits. One was I did the Thurston Howell blues, which I used to, I used to do like a Thurston Howell the third impression uh, yes! for anybody who's old enough to remember Gilligan's Island. Uh, right so I did a here. blues song right here. There he is. Yeah. I want to hear it. Uh, no, that you heard it. <laughs> I, mean, I, I only remember it now. Yeah. And I also did a thing called uh, Willard Schmidt, who was a uh, he was a school woodshop teacher and he did stand up, but he was completely humorless. And all his, he would tell a bad joke and then he would ta- tell a story about telling a kid not to screw around. And he did. And then he got his arm cut off. So it was, it was, it was very dumb, but it was, it was my big closer. So dark. Yes. yes. It was my big closer. If you go back to, there's a tape from the 80s called um, Paramount Comedy Theater that I think still exists somewhere online. And you, you can see me doing Roll my the act. Tape! Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> talk to some audience members who have some questions but they're just asking for a friend but we all know what that really means Do you want me to read it? No. Would you stop? I get it. That's you like speak my like, thing on Lyft and Uber. You can conjugate like, three verbs in French right. and all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. Look, Rosetta Stone, I could do this. <laughs> <laughs> Who, where is Semenya C? Um, how do you say it? Jimena. Jimena. Yeah. Oh, nice to meet you. Likewise. What's up? What's your question? <laughs> um, my question was, how do you go about like... Uh, Publicly forsaking your friends, like IRL. Publicly forsaking them? That's that forsaking such a strong it's, biblical and you're asking word. For a friend? Yeah, my friend like hates her friends, and she's like, I'm over them. Oh shit! I got you. Yeah. Oh, I merely just stand up and say, I forsake thee. <laughs> and then I and then I smite them. <laughs> exactly. That's one way. That's a good way to do it. 
No, Jordan and I talk about friendship breakups all the time because yeah. I just know so many dusty bitches that I don't need in my life. <laughs> and it's so hard. And what was the reference? What was the example, Jordan? You, you uh, it's like trying to throw out a garbage can. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> get rid of a friend. <laughs> yeah. You can. That's it's a great. point. It's impossible. No but one knows know the what? day. What's the day? Yeah, I say it's very hard to break up with friends, especially if you have friends in common. But what I like to do is just be real busy for like a month. Watch all the things. See who keeps in touch with you. Yeah. yeah. Life's too short. Dan. Yeah, Bad you friends. just need to be an adult about it. Okay. You need to put on those big girl khakis. <laughs> <laughs> and make some decisions. Um, muchas gracias, Jimena. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, titties. Yes, thank you. Santos A. Ooh, what a diverse crowd. Hi, Santos. Santa Santos. Hello. <laughs> uh, my question is um, how well it's not my question it's a friend's question uh, how, how we got it we heard the this song this is like answering with a, a question on Jeopardy it is very, it is. Yeah. Yes. How, how would y'all um, go about uh, interacting with people uh, if you're shy at a sex party <laughs> at a sex party you made it all the way there, but you're like, yeah, I can't. <laughs> it's kind of like being the new kid at school where you just, you have to read what everyone else is doing, like read the room and then act accordingly. Be a little nerd and be like, oh my God, I never come to these things. <laughs> I was going to tack onto your advice for the previous person and say you should just love yourself, but that has a different meaning at a sex bar. <laughs> that's that's, that's sure. true. Come on, huh? No. Come on. That's a good joke. <laughs> That's a good joke. Guys, that has been our show. Ain't That's a what a way to end. Yes. <laughs> what have I learned? Oh, I learned so many things, y'all. Oh, I'm not going to sing. That's not my thing. I just like to share. I learned a lot of things about myself and other people. I learned that um, as I get older, I don't have to react to everybody all the time. I also learned that um, I'm really gonna keep the receipt to pants. <laughs> I learned that it's really great to work with your friends because they become your family, your second family. And I also learned that no matter how much power you have, you could always use it for good. In the meantime, in between time, I'm Michelle Buteau. This is Late Night Whenever. And you guys are fucking amazing! Late Night Whenever is brought to you by WNYC Studios. This podcast is produced by Joanna Solitaroff, Paula Schumann, Jennifer Sendro, Daniel Guimet, Adam Teicholt, Jamie York, and Marianne Schauber, with Isaac Jones, Chase Colpin, Sarah Sandbach, Caroline English, and Melissa Chusid. Music by Rob Lewis. Add music by Isaac Jones. Follow us on Twitter at whenever. It's a bot-free zone. I promise. But not a butt-free zone. Ow. I guess, I guess, I guess. And don't forget to subscribe to Late Night Whenever, wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> oh, 
stop, stop. Get out of here, get out of here. Get out of here. Hi, I'm Paul Fig. Paul Fig, nice to meet you. You may know me from my days in Vegas when I used to open for Wayne Newton, but he fired me because he decided he didn't like Fig Newton on the... Uh... Marky, thank you, that's the bad joke, okay. 